Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Cosmos Country. On this week's episode, I will review the Cosmos preseason tour in the Dominican Republic. The team has been spotted wearing new training tops and shorts made by Inaria, and I will answer your questions at the end of the show. During the offseason, the Cosmos had financial troubles, and Seamus O'Brien was looking to sell the team, and as a supporter, you had different emotions. You were sad, you were upset about what was going on, and you just wanted to see the Cosmos be successful and take the pitch in 2017 or just play again. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Giovanni Savarese still be the manager of the New York Cosmos. I really wanted to see the players that we've built up over the past couple of seasons to continue playing with the New York Cosmos. And we got all of that. We still have Giovanni Savarese as the manager of the Cosmos. And we have a core of our team. But we are building around that core with the likes of Amari and more players to be announced soon because the Cosmos have trialists with the team at the moment. So what I'm trying to say is during the uncertain period, we felt down. We wanted to see our team play competitively. And we have that. And it was great to sit down on Tuesday and watch the Cosmos play Atlantico FC. I know it wasn't the U.S. Open Cup or it wasn't the North American Soccer League. But we were able to see what Giovanni Savarese is trying to build once again. And that's very exciting is we have a manager that is building this project with a new vision, with a new plan under a new owner. And we're going to see that April 1st on the pitch and off the field as well. But let's get into the preseason talk. Atlantico FC versus the New York Cosmos. The Cosmos won one nothing thanks to Juan Guerra's free kick. In the second match against Club Atletico Panjoya, it was the Liga Dominica de Football champions of 2015 against the 2016 NASL champions. The Cosmos had a penalty shot and Javi Marquez stepped up and converted that penalty to put the Cosmos up one to nothing. And in the second half, Juan Guerra played a through ball to the Ukrainian-American Eugene. And the midfielder finished, put the Cosmos up 2 to nothing, And uh, they won that match. It was a great performance from the Cosmos. And in the third match, which I thought was going to be a bit more competitive, you had the Dominican Republic national team versus the New York Cosmos, of course, in the same stadium that they played 
against Club Atletico Pandoria. It is Club Atletico Pandoria Stadium. It is called Estadio Olimpico. Over 20,000 seats. A massive stadium that it doesn't look like they fill for a international friendly. You have the New York Cosmos playing Club Atletico Pandoria. I understand that soccer is not popular in the Dominican Republic. But as a Cosmo supporter, I would like to see more fans coming to the stadium to go see the Cosmos play their national team, see the Cosmos play the 2015 Liga Dominicana Football Champions. If the Cosmos don't have that pull in the Dominican Republic, then that has to be a problem. When the Cosmos went to Hong Kong, the stadium was crowded. It was sold out. There was a buzz. There was people that wanted to get autographs from Raul, from Marco Senna. Maybe it was because the Cosmos didn't have a star. They didn't have a player that they can travel and promote and say, this guy is here, that guy is here. But the Cosmos brand has to have some type of connection with the people in the Dominican Republic. They have to know the history. So in my mind, I don't understand why we didn't see more people in attendance, more supporters at the stadiums when the Cosmos took the pitch against the Dominican Republic national team and against two other clubs from the LDF. I personally thought the match on Sunday against the Dominican Republic national team would have been the most competitive match. But it wasn't on the FIFA calendar, meaning that the national team had to pick the younger players. They couldn't get the star players. The clubs didn't have to release them. The Cosmos put on a spectacular performance. And they beat the Dominican Republic national team 5-1. to one. My favorite goal from that match is Andrea Mancini's chip over the goalkeeper and right in the back of the net. What a quality, quality goal by Andrea Mancini. And I was so proud to talk to him a couple of weeks ago about loads of things from his life to um, the Cosmos and where he sees himself this season in the NASL. So it's a very exciting time to be a supporter. The Cosmos preseason tour in the Dominican Republic was a success, but a great discussion to have, and we will have this in the next couple of weeks, was the Cosmos trip to the Dominican Republic successful? Not on the pitch, because I think it benefited both parties. It benefited the LDF, the Liga Dominicana of Football. It benefited the clubs and the national team and the Cosmos as well. But did the Cosmos brand go to the next level? Did they get more fans? Did they sell more merchandise? Did they connect with new soccer fans in the Dominican Republic? Maybe we should talk to someone in the Dominican Republic that understands the effect of soccer in that country and understands uh, what the Cosmos try to do in their preseason tour. But let's talk about Inaria, their new training tops and shorts. Pictures were floating around social media on the First Team Podcast Twitter account at First Team Pod and on Facebook as well at First Team Pod. You can see those pictures. Gia was wearing some Inaria um, tops. Some players were as well. But they only wore them during training. They didn't wear them during the match. They only wore their Under Armour apparel. So it seems like Inaria is going to be announced really soon. My problem is that we had Nike... And then we had Under Armour. And I felt like Nike didn't really communicate well. They didn't care 
the comparison that I always make is with the Rowdies. So the Rowdies have Nike making their kits, but in their team store, they make other merchandise as well. But when you go to the Cosmos team store at the matches, they have Under Armour and Nike making their shirts, but that kit partner was not making any other merchandise. So you had Under Armour making the shirts, but Under Armour was not making anything else. The only merchandise Under Armour was making for the Cosmos was the jerseys, was the jackets and the sweaters. But you can have a Cosmos shirt, but it wasn't made by Under Armour. I really don't understand that. Because as a supporter, you want to see your team becoming this massive club. Not on the field, because I understand that the team wasn't operated the right way over the past couple of years. I understand that. But for 2017, what I want to see is I want to see the New York Cosmos take behind the scenes, take the marketing, take their resources and everything to the next level. Merchandise at the team store made by their kit partner. So say in Aria, can they make shirts for the New York Cosmos? Can they create all the merchandise for the Cosmos all made by in Aria? That would be cool. That would be a great next step. And I know a Cosmos employee put on Twitter that if you see the Cosmos on billboards, commercials, anywhere, tell him because this is our club and they want feedback. That's great to hear that the club wants to hear your feedback. And they've always wanted it before. You can always communicate with them. They would never turn you away. But it's great that everyone is being inviting and is telling supporters, if you see a billboard, tell us. Because this is our club. Personally, I have never seen any advertisement for the Cosmos. Yet, if you have, if you have seen a commercial, or if you have seen a billboard, or whatever form of marketing that they put out there so far, tweet us that picture, or you can email what you have seen, and we will talk about it on next week's show. The last thing I'll say on Inaria is I don't know where I stand. Because when the Cosmos had Nike jerseys. They weren't the best. But to have the Nike check on your jerseys were great. When you had Under Armour, they felt like they wanted to create this connection. They wanted to create this relationship where the Cosmos and Under Armour can work together. But with the news that Inaria, and it's not officially announced, but it most likely will be, they have been seen wearing Inaria training tops, at the Brooklyn Chamber of Commerce welcoming the Cosmos event last night. The Brooklyn Chamber of Commerce gave a gift to the Cosmos, which was an Inaria kit, an Inaria Cosmos kit to the Cosmos, and on the chest it read, Brooklyn Cosmos. So that's as much as you're going to get besides the official announcement within the next couple of days, most likely, or weeks. But my take on Inaria is I don't think they're the kit partner that the Cosmos need. They're not this big company where they have stores worldwide and they reach so many people and everyone has heard about them. If you're in the soccer world, you know who they are. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Is where the New York Cosmos. Where it's supposed to be, and I think we are, the biggest club in U.S. soccer. We should be getting deals. We should be getting sponsorships because we are this big brand and have this great history. So I would rather see the New York Cosmos 
work with a bigger company. Creating that relationship with that company so maybe they can put Cosmo shirts in their stores worldwide. You can go to the Adidas store and get Juve kits. And you can go to these different stores and buy different soccer shirts. But where are we going to have our Cosmos kits? With NYCFC, and I don't want to compare the Cosmos to NYCFC because it's two different brands, two different teams, but we both play in the same city. They have their kits and models. And in Times Square, they have a big banner. So when you're walking by, you see this massive, massive poster. I think it has like David Villa, and it's just promoting NYCFC and telling everyone we sell NYCFC jerseys and all merchandise here. That's what the Cosmos need. That's what the Cosmos could have got with Under Armour if Rocco and if the relationship would have been much better. And I know I reported on social media that it was strained for some reason. I don't know why it was strained, but I wish the Cosmos could have a more consistent kit partner. Let me know what you guys think by emailing us at firstseenpod at gmail.com or send us your thoughts on Facebook and on Twitter at firstseenpod. So going on to this question from American Pyramid Blog, does Brooklyn really seem to be embracing the Cosmos or is that all media hype? I really think Brooklyn is embracing the New York Cosmos. Based off of what I saw from the event last night by the Brooklyn Chamber of Commerce welcoming the Cosmos, it seemed like all the businesses in Coney Island liked the idea of another event, of another professional sports team attracting more people to the stadium. Two media outlets were there, local media outlets were there, New York One and Pix11, and they both had their own features and their own stories on the New York Cosmos. But the problem is, past this one event, does everyone in Brooklyn know about the New York Cosmos? And I think the answer is no. Most people in Brooklyn don't know that the Cosmos are playing in Coney Island. Most people don't know who the Cosmos are. Some people in Brooklyn are embracing the Cosmos, for sure. You have the politicians that like the idea of the Cosmos. You have uh, local officials in Brooklyn that care about the New York Cosmos. You have the Brooklyn Borough President. I don't know if they're soccer fans and if they are really going to come and support the team, but the Cosmos really never had politician support. So maybe that's a great thing to have. The next question from Bearded1 at the Chris Kessel Prediction of breakout new player. Hmm. I think the breakout new player might be Amari. I think he's a strong, physical player up front. The Cosmos really have never had that type of player in the modern era. I think the only player that was very physical that just never had a lot of time, but we never renewed his contract. I don't know if he wanted more money or not, but that player was Gaston Celerino. I think if we would have kept him around then I think we would have scored a lot more goals. But Amari, I think with the strikers, it didn't seem like he fit in well with their style of play. He was a very quiet player from what I've seen of the strikers last season. But with Amari up front, I think he will start most of the games during the season. I think it's a, a big Italian factor here. We have Andrea Mancini. We have Amari. I really want to see Andrea Mancini step up this season as well. I know he's not a new player, but again, he came in in the middle of the season last year and didn't really play a lot of minutes, didn't leave his mark. 
He left his mark in preseason, scoring an incredible goal against the Dominican Republic national team. We beat them 5-1. 5-1. So if we can replicate that during the NASL season, we will be unstoppable. If we can do that in the Open Cup, if we can go far in the Open Cup, that would be great as well. So this is just me hoping that we can go far in the Open Cup, but there's no reason why we can't. There's no reason. We have a great squad that I personally feel that is very deep, and I feel Rocco is spending a lot more money on this roster than in previous years. So thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's show. It's a short one, but stay tuned for our big announcement tomorrow on Twitter at First Team Pod and on Facebook at First Team Pod as well. Our website, firstteampod.com. And if you want to comment in depth on anything that we talked about on this week's episode, you can email us at firstteampod at gmail.com and we will read out your take and your email on next week's episode. So thank you once again. And as always, let's go New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. Borough Boys, Abandoned Cosmos, and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo Country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, rap from here, tax, hash, and bliss. Reacts, tap, we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, on the back of the through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fancy crew. Down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you with bad views. Like Without the cues allowed to you without the dudes Around my crews, I'm tracking that's no excuse Each session a lesson, it's not about profession The work's the test and F's connected like a method Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected Rushing and acceleration at the start's the most suggested Infected with greatness, potential is spacious Out the world, just face it, the work becomes contagious Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done